0: Yeah Yeah Live from Bedford's I The the one Representing BK to the fullest
1: It's Hope Day, December 4th Truly yours the podcast When was a Ratchet
0: and the Vixen was a Vixen And Master Jay was a I I was mixing, cooking, cooking in the kitchen, back when Robin was a piston, Mike was losing to Isaiah, but he soon would get his six, one gave birth to my verbal imagination, assume a virtue if you have not, a better yet, here's a verse from Hamlet no, we know who we are, yet we know not what we
1: may be, so, maybe I'm the one, or maybe I'm crazy, I'm from Marcy Houses, Houses. where the boys got by the thousand, back when Pam was all
0: bought, and yeah, that's where it all started, when this was blotting carpet, Alpaca, 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 me, Mona
1: Lisa, when Lisa was of a day. Watch the I calm triple entendre bitch, like, like a, a fetus, fetus, nah Pregnant, pause That's two Donut, butt, that's three Come on, man the Nigga's different Marcy, Marcy me Streets is my artery, artery. I'm, the, I'm the, the Gotham City, City hobby. I started in lobbies now. Polly was now. The goofies I could probably speak soft, see, Come on, come on. You, come on, come on, come on, bro. This nigga Hove is different. That was from 444. That was 2017. Like, come on, bro. He was 47 rapping like that. And he only going crazier. So he's 53 now. Today's birthday. Happy Hove Day. Truly Yours Podcast, your boy Ibski, we back with another episode, and you know, I told niggas I was gonna be consistent, I was gonna try to be consistent, cause consistent, that shit requires effort, sometimes I don't be wanting to do these, but you know, I'm challenging myself to stay consistent with this joint and see where it goes, so. Like always, I appreciate all my niggas that tuned in, all my niggas that give me suggestions, topics, feedback. All oh, y'all, man, y'all already know I appreciate y'all niggas, bro. Um, we got a little docket today. Nothing too crazy, but since it is Hove B Day, let me try to give like a t- my top five Hove songs. And sometimes it's like verses that I need to hear. So let me give my top five whole verses. Because sometimes it's... I like the song for different reasons than I like the verse. So the number one, my number one fave whole verse. It might be... It might be the last verse on what more can I say. When He started going crazy with the, the Martha Stewart. That's far from Jewish. <laughs> that nigga just started going crazy at the end. The back to the music, the made back. Like, come on, he just started going nuts. So I think that's my number one. Number two. Uh, could be was free on the low. no, 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 not was free. Uh, can't be life. First verse, Dynasty album, can't be life. That's my shit. Oh, yeah. And the song that you heard at the beginning, the first verse, and a little bit of the second verse, that's called Marcy Me, or 444. But um, number two is Can't Be Life. Number three is either Come and Get Me or the, his second verse on Renegade. Not the first one. The second one. When he started, my pops left me off and box left me. So he was going nuts on that joint. So yeah, I think that's that's my top three. But yeah, happy hope day. You already know it's a holiday, December 4th, baby. Um let's get into the docket. Nas and 21. So 21 said Nas isn't relevant. <laughs> So, I I really don't understand why we we have these discussions like as a just as a culture, bro. You don't catch no other cultures doing that, bro. It's like, why do we have to compare, bro? Why can't you just appreciate who you like without downing the next person? And I don't know if twenty one is necessarily downing Nas because you know. Twenty one usually saying some, some respectable shit every time I hear him talk. So, I don't know. He was saying basically like, I think relevant is the wrong word. I think relevant is one of the most misused words that we use, like on social media. Because how is Nas not relevant, my nigga? He's doing albums with Hit Boy. Hit Boy is one of the, the most sought after. Producers in the game right now. He's just dropped four straight albums with this nigga and they all was fire. He just won a Grammy like last year, I think. Like, how can he not be relevant, bro? Like, I think it's if he was, if he meant like not at his peak, then yeah, then maybe. And that's, I don't know, maybe that can be questionable because, nah, nah, it's not questionable. His peak was back in the day. I'm bugging. But I, I can understand what he's saying as far as like, like, I don't know. I really don't know. Because he's saying mainstream, but winning a Grammy is mainstream. So I can't, I, I just got to disagree. Like, sometimes I try to shoot niggas bell and see it from their side and try to. But this time, nah, I just got to disagree with my young boy, 21 Savage. You're wrong on this one, dog. Nas is definitely relevant. Nas has dropped a crazy album. Uh, King's Disease 3. Um... I'm not giving it like no instant classic type shit. But he was rapping he was rapping on that joint. Um, grown contemporary male raps. I fuck with it. I probably won't go back to it, but that's just, that's just cause I'm not like a, a Nas album fan. I like him as a person, you feel me? And I know he rapped his ass off, but other than that I can't really stick with his albums too much. But much love to Nas, pretty good album. Um it's probably be nominated for a Grammy next year and all that type of shit. Kudos. Um, but yeah, they did a song, Twenty One and Nas. And the song is basically saying like and I and I, it's beautiful because we've seen the the inverse happen, or we've seen the opposite happen, whereas there's a disagreement and then it goes to from a fight, to a fist fight, to wor- words over social media, to actual death. So it's beautiful to see the outcome of this joint, where they just got in the lab. They both rappers. They got in the lab. Now nah, it's probably reached out to Twenty One, like on some. Come on, my nigga. Like, come on, we need to do something together. Uh, I fuck with the the opportunity took to to really show the youth that it don't have it don't have to escalate every time, bro. Like we, we brothers, we black men, we got the world watching us, there's no need to escalate this shit and, and disrespect each other, go back and forth and call each other out our names and all type of shit, so I, I fuck with it. The song is pretty decent, um, 21 was rapping on that joint, um, yeah, song pretty decent, shout out to Nas and 21, I'm glad they could patch that up, whatever. It wasn't really a beef, but I'm, I'm glad they can make some money together now. Um, what else on this docket? What I got for y'all, man? Oh, <laughs> your boy Trump is running for president. He made it official last week that he's running for 2024 president against Joe Biden. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Trump, bro. Trump is a true piece of shit. Like, I don't want anyone to ever get it misconstrued, bro. He is a true piece of shit, but he's hilarious, dog. And I'm not saying I'm voting for him because he's hilarious. I'm not voting at all. I'm just saying that nigga, yo, <laughs> he is a funny nigga, bro. Like, it's just like naturally funny, bro. Like, um, when he got caught when he called COVID, he was like the doctor said they've never seen a, <laughs> a specimen like this <laughs> and we say um people that's dying that never died before like he got too many moments bro but he don't deserve to be president um honestly i think he's going to sweep through the playoffs he's definitely going to win again um and it's it's part of it is that is he's entertaining bro and that's just where society is where it is right now, I think like Biden, if Biden stepped into the office and was making people proud, especially black people and myself, because I, I, def- I voted for this nigga and but he got into office and he was like, um, I couldn't have done it without black people. Basically, that's what he said. Like in his victory speech, he like I couldn't have done it for Black people. They stood up for me, so now I'm gonna stand up for y'all. And then nothing happened. Him and Kamala always talking about some. I can't do something for like specifically Black people, but you you specify who stood up. You said Black people stood up. The fucking Latin Latino community community um they voting overwhelmingly Republican these days. It's crazy, and. We stood up. We're the reason that your ass won. And we still can't get nothing specific? We can't talk about reparations, my nigga? We can't talk about... Like, come on, bro. Like, there has to be something. Like, I'm done, bro. I'm done with that whole system. Unless you are legitimately pushing for reparations, bro, you can suck my... From the back. Straight up. I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't give a damn who runs. It can be my uncle running for president. If that nigga not running on reparations, I'm not voting for him. Now, I'm I'm lying. I vote for my <laughs> I vote for my uncle just cause he's my uncle. I ain't that wild. I ain't wilding like that. But you get what the fuck I'm saying, bro. Like straight up. And speaking of reparations, Gavin Newsom appears and I put appears in quotes cause, you know, white people, they they tricked us for a long time, and I ain't I ain't Thing gonna catch me with the banana between the tailpipe, as they say. And that nigga Gavin Newsom, but he passed a, I don't want to say he passed a reparation. Let me see what he did actually. Like he, I know he sanctioned like the research of it for strictly California Af- African Americans. Um, but I don't know if it's like he, he already about to get that money. Okay. So it's a proposal. Okay. So that's fire. He he made a proposal for each black american to get $233,000 if you are a descendant of american chattel slavery. And chattel slavery is different than any other slaveries. Slavery across the world is kind of like your is is cl- is more close to indentured servitude. Where you're working off a of debt, or you're working for a certain amount of time to like whatever. I don't know. There's many reasons why you can find yourself in becoming like an indentured servant, but in America, it's called chattel slavery because it was it was nonstop. It was generation to generation. Everyone, you you're born into slavery. You die. You die being a slave. You die being enslaved, sorry. Um, And that's another thing. We don't... Our ancestors were not slaves. They were enslaved humans. They were enslaved Africans. They were never slaves. And that's a very important distinction to teach all y'all kids. (laughs) Teach the youth. They were human beings that felt things. They were not slaves. They were enslaved humans. But anyway, Gavin Newsom made a proposal for 223 for the descendants of enslaved African African Americans. And I think that's fucking beautiful. Um I can't say like the number is the number is not fair. Of course it's not fair because America got like became the richest country in the world through free labor from from our ancestors. So The number is really never going to be like fair unless they like talking millions type shit. But 223, I'm not going to complain, bro. That's something. That's the furthest we got. You feel me? Like he can bring that shit up. Even if they be like, yo, we're going to propose this. And then some dickhead on the other side or his party, you know, you, you know how they get down. So, you know, it be ops within the party you know democrats be having like the nigga uh is it Mananchin or Manchin whatever the fuck his name is like he he's supposed to be a, a democrat but he be voting with the republicans all the time so anyway man i think like i was saying if even if he proposes this there's someone else on the other side that can be like nah 2 223 is too much maybe 150 and 150 i I'm someone that's of the belief, and I subscribe to, reparations could fix 80% of our problems. 80%. There's still going to be institutionalized racism, systemic racism that they're just... They might ramp it up even more. You feel me? Now that, like, if niggas really get, like, bread. And that's not a lot of money to... That's not, like, a lifelong amount of money. You feel me? So, like, $150,000. But... I wholeheartedly believe, if you give us each one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or even the two hundred twenty three thousand dollars, a lot of us are going to build together. I know a lot of people feel like, man, you give them, you give niggas in the hood that much money, they're going to be buying chains and buying cars and blah blah. That's a, a anti black way to look at it, bro. Check yourself. That's self hate. And even if that's true, that's not for the mass majority, bro. That's not. And you can't even say that because you don't know. You don't know, bro. And I hate when people say that when we have these discussions about reparations, niggas get in their, their, their self-hate bag and self-hate reveals itself in so many different ways. And the things we say is like so normalized that people don't don't really, they don't realize that it's self-hate. Like I slap the black off you. That's self hate, bro. Even though it, it sounds innocuous, it sounds harmless. You know, we we've all said it, you feel me, but that's that's part of self hate. And I I advise y'all to read the Sada Shakur biography. autobiography. That's where I've kind of learned of and start doing a lot of like unlearning self hate and anti black rhetoric. But yeah, um if we get reparations, I do think That'll solve a lot of our problems. Um, it's like the 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 disproportionate gun violence in our neighborhoods. I think that can be solved through resources, yo, jobs, something to do with the bread, make money, make people proud, instead of robbing the fucking neighborhood of all his resources, uh, letting all these other Outsiders make money in the neighborhood, like the black dollar circulates. I, we can't, we can't even say that shit circulate, bro. It doesn't. And I think reparations will be. It's not the end all, be all, but I wholeheartedly believe that. You feel me? If we we was to get a hundred fifty thousand or something like that, we can build. It's probably going to be some evil white motherfuckers at the top that are going to try to destroy it. But I do think we can build, bro. I know I would. You feel me? I'm not going to spend all the money just to myself. That's dumb. That's dumb as hell. So we can be in the same space 50 years from now? Like, that'll be that'll be a fucking... That'll be the day that I give up. If, if we get reparations and niggas just not trying to build together, not trying to build community and then help the greater good of all of us, I think that'll be the day where I'm like, yeah. I I, I think I I throw my towel, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I think if we do get the bread, we we gonna we gonna make some shit happen, man. Like we always do, we make we make magic out of shit, man. Out of the most dire situations, we make shit happen. I think we get some bread we, we're, ain't no telling what we can accomplish, man. You feel me? Um, what else we got on that? But yeah, Gavin Newsom. Shout out to Gavin Newsom. Um, like I said, he appears to be serious about reparations. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that shit and keep niggas updated if y'all not like into news and that type of shit, but for sure. Um, speaking of reparations, the boy Hov sued Bacardi. <laughs> this nigga Hov, bro. I read an article, TMZ, where they lined. They they put like an outline of what happened. So basically, if you're not familiar with the this, this story, um, Jay-Z bought, well, he created a company, do say 50%, 50-50 partnership with Bacardi. Jay owns 50%, Bacardi owns 50%. He bought it in 2012. Um, and they have a 10-year buyout clause, meaning... The fifty percent Jay can buy out his part, or Bacardi can uh, buy out uh, the rest, the other fifty percent. So you can sell. Jay can sell his fifty percent to Bacardi for market value. So when they were trying to get like a true valuation of the company, so we can do the, you know, the sell. Uh, allegedly it looks like Hove wanted to buy, buy it from Bacardi, like outright. And Bacardi came back with a valuation. No, Hove came back with a valuation of, no, actually, I'm right. Bacardi came back with a valuation of 460 million for 50% of Doucet. Uh, Yeah, and Hove said, You're fucking bugging. I got my own people to do it, and it looks like it's 1.5. It's 2.5. That's how much it is 2.5. My 50% is worth 2.5 billion. And so that's a, a, a huge disconnect, 2.5 billion to 460 million. So the lawsuit comes. Then Hove said, all right, cool. Since it's only 460 million, I propose a buyout of 1.5 billion. I buy the other 50%. So if Bacardi is doing good business, they'll say, Fine, cool. We we valued it at 460, but y'all going to give me double? Uh y'all going to give me a billion point 5? Hell yeah, what person is turning that down? Nobody is turning that down if you're doing good business. But Bacardi turned that shit down. And by turning it down, it shows the market that it's worth more than 1.5 billion. You feel me? Because they turned it down. That that dictates the market. That's what I believe. I'm not sure I'm not like one of those market geniuses or whatever, but that's what basically what the article said in, in TMZ. So I, I can't really confirm nor deny of if that's really how it is, but hey man, I did my Googles and that's what the fuck it say on TMZ. Um yeah, so Bacardi tried to rob Hove and these niggas must not know that he hasn't lost in court yet. And that's a fact. From back since 97, he has not lost in court once. Him or Beyonce. They have not lost in court once. And we just seen him uh, (laughs) spank Parlo, Parlux, I think it's called, for the Jay-Z Gold perfume. I mean, cologne. Uh, They sue him for... Well, he sued them for trying to like s- still make money off his name and and shitty business practices. And they counter-sued for 10 million or something like that. He spanked them niggas in court. He walked out saying we smoking that Parlux pack tonight and then he got awarded an additional amount of money. Let me see how much he bread bread he made so I I, I do want to be fact, factual based. See how much this nigga won. I think, I think, I want to say it's five million. Seven million. So he received seven million dollars $7 million in royalties from Parlux Perfume. Um, has summoned Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Andrew Barak. Has summoned Parlup to pay Hove the hefty amount of unpaid royalties for the gold Jay Z fragrance. The nigga is undefeated in court, man. And I think Bacardi fucked up by declining that deal. They, they declined that deal, and now the judge is gonna see clearly that if y'all valued it at $460, 460 million, and this man offered y'all $1.5, what sense does that make? It's the ten year buyout clause, so it's not like it, it was sudden and abrupt. It's a ten year buyout clause. They had to know it was coming up. Y'all is a billion dollar company. You can't you're not telling me that you didn't know the ten year was coming up. And now we're gonna see it play out in court, man. Hove is also in court for with Jonathan May and the white man that took his pictures, like the, the, the took the album cover photos. For Reasonable Doubt, I think. And like, I want to say like the first six or seven Hov albums. And basically what he is trying to do is sell like merch and shit with the with Hov name and his pictures and shit like that. And you can't do that, bro. You making money off my name, my, off my likeness. You was paid to do a fucking album cover. And you got paid already. Now you can't just be trying to sell my likeness. Even though those are your photos that you took. It's still you're you're getting you're not being you're not selling this off the fucking the photo you're you're selling this and, and your your value is the fact that it's Jay Z and I don't know either they're gonna have to pay like a hefty percentage or they about to be paying some royalties too just like Parlux did um I think he's gonna I think he's gonna sweep Bacardio he got LVMH backing him and that's the The most powerful luxury brand, retail brand in in the world. LVMH is Louis Vuitton, um, Hennessy, you know, like all that type of shit. So yeah, Fenty too. Um, Yeah, I think he's going to spank them niggas. I really do think he's going to spank them niggas. And it's going to be huge because if he get 2.5 billion out of these people, Good Lord, man. And that's enough. I was speaking to my boy, Hero. That's enough to buy a football team by himself. You feel me? That's enough. <laughs> That'll do it. He wouldn't even need Bezos. If he can finesse these folks out of $2.5 billion, That he already got, what, $1.5 billion or $1.7 billion. If he can get these niggas for 2 he's, he's dollars be he's going to own the Washington Commanders, fam. If they let him in. You know, NFL is a no-fun league. No black boys allowed. So, if they let him in. Um, What else? What else? I don't... I really don't know if I want to touch on this, but I put making your partner happy slash unrealistic expectations. Now... I had made a statement before is that, like, people are... They have all these unrealistic expectations of who they want in a partner and who they want to date, what type of dates they want to go on, what type of wedding ring they want, and all this type of stuff. Women is, is saying this. Like, matter of fact, men, too. Niggas be having some weird-ass expectations, too. like. But, yeah, so... And then my my point was y'all have all these unrealistic expectations but you don't even possess the the skill or the or the want to you feel me you don't even possess the intent to make your partner happy it's everything is just about you everything is about what i want what i deserve and all this type of shit but you you who are you going to make happy bro i've never seen y'all it's the same people they're always talking about this and that and why they're single, blah, blah, blah. And it's never about what you can offer. It's always about what you want. And that's all I'm gonna really say about that. I'm not, I don't want this to be like a gender war podcast or relationship situationship podcast. I know niggas be telling me to do that, but I don't want to take Twitter topics and then Turn them into like podcast content. That's that's trash, and it's just not me. So nah. Um, and then the last on the docket is Dion fucking Prime Sanders. Prime time um, is leaving Jackson State. He was there for three years, back to back swag champions. Um, got some crazy recruits. I wanted to say number one or number two recruit. When Travis Hunter went to Jackson State with Dion. Um Shador Sanders, Dion's son, is crazy nice at cornerback. Uh quarterback. He, I think he's might be going to Colorado too. I don't know about Shiloh. I think Shiloh will have to sit out a year. And that's the only part where it's like, damn, that's kind of crazy. You feel me? Because I feel like one more year, Shador probably was going to the league anyway. You feel me? Travis Hunter, he's he's, already, he's going to the league regardless. Like, barring catastrophic injury, he's going to the league. That nigga is special. Travis Hunter is special. Shador, too. Shador already, I think he's the first Brady brand um, athlete. Like, he ain't be working out with Brady and shit. So, Shador is special. And his pops is fucking Deion Sanders. But he left Jackson State to go to Colorado. And it's a bunch of people, as expected, calling him a sellout. Now, this is a situation where I can see both sides to a certain extent. On both sides. Niggas is, going extre- Niggas is so extreme on both sides. It's either extremely left or it's extremely right. There's no nuance. There's no duality that exists on... Social media. It's either extremely hot or extremely cold. And this is the same thing. Some people are saying that he's a fucking, he's a hero. And and I kind of agree. I mean, Deon, it's Deion fucking Sanders. You feel me? He went to Jackson State. He didn't have to go to Alabama. I mean, Mississippi. Um, everybody should know that. You'd be a fucking idiot not to know that. He did not have to go to Jackson State to be the coach. He was in the running with Florida State. He did not have to go to Jackson State, bro. He went there to a HBCU, and he did the fucking thing, bro. He brought es- excellence to that joint, bro. Like he he really he upgraded the facilities out of his own pocket, mind you. And keep in mind, people like to gloss over the the big shit. They they say, um, yeah, he upgraded the facilities, but. No, my nigga. You need to harp on that part. He permanently upgraded the facilities. New weight rooms, showers, all types of shit, bro. That's permanent. That's going to stay there after him. Out of his own pocket. That's big, bro. That's how you get more recruits. You look at the facilities, bro. Look at what they did. That's that's major, bro. They they Come on, man. Now they on TV. Now they got TV deals with the swag now, bro. And that's going to stay in place because of Dion. You feel me? And I can also see the other side where it's like they kind of expected him to be in there for the long haul. Now, listen, matter of fact, I don't see, that's not my point. I I, I disagree with that part. I see the part where they say that he said God like called him to do that and he was going to. He was going to do this and that for the HBCUs. Three years is a long time. I don't it's, I don't give a fuck. You do something for three years, and I dare you to tell me it's not a long time, bro. Do three years in prison, my nigga. And I'm not comparing Mississippi to prison. But I'm just saying, you. I'm just talking about the time. People would like to gloss over, like, it's three years, and like, it was easy what he did. My nigga, he went there and dominated, bro. Now he want to test his skill. He want to test his abilities on a on a higher level. And if you, you're lying to yourself, if you're saying the Pac-12 is not a higher level than where they were, bro, then it's swag. That's just how it is. Now, now we need to see other NFL players, other black NFL players, go to HBCUs and, and become coaches and, and bring their resources, and so we can. Even like you know, even out the playing field, level it out a little bit. Cause right now, the the Pac-12, the SECs, the ACCs, they got the facilities, they got the bread. NCAA is, you know, they they, they funneling the money through there, and they're going to continue to do that. They, it's white for one. It's white, and it's the, the it's the the way the power structure is now. You feel me? It hasn't been challenged. Dion couldn't do it by himself. He was there for three years, bro. Why niggas ain't follow suit? He was there for three fucking years. Like, Jerry Rice could have did it. And I I hate when niggas, like, try to use it as an indictment on, like, Jerry Rice. I'm just saying, like, an example. I'm not expecting Jerry Rice to do it. But, like, like other NFL players could do the same thing, bro. And the people that is talking about, like, the money. If, if... HBCUs being underfunded triggers you so much and it upsets you so bad. You got to put your money where your mouth is, bro. Straight up. Because everybody is rich on social media. Everybody got this. Everybody should do that. And that's... Let me speak on this before I I, I dip. Uh, Let me just wrap up the Dion joint. Dion... Congratulations, my nigga! Three straight years, you dominated two swag championships back to back. It's very clear that you coach your, You can coach his ass off. It's very clear. You'd be an idiot to not to think to think otherwise. Um, but I just want to touch on black Twitter. Always acting like like the like the I'm talking about the the condo communist. That's what I like to call them. The condo communist Twitter, keyboard activists, the people that have all the answers. The people that that has, whenever a celebrity do something, let's say something, let's say like Jay-Z, since it's his birthday. Jay-Z, um, what'd he do? He uh, he called when in uh joined the George Floyd protest. Something else happened in Wisconsin. Um, I forgot the, the guy's name, but he got shot too during the bubble. And Jay-Z called the governor. And he pl- applied pressure to have the cops arrested and indicted. And it happened. And when it was announced, these motherfuckers said he needed to be doing more. So I'm like, All right, cool, I dropped a thread. Showing mad shit that he's done from from actually getting probation laws changed and, like, all the countless shit he's done for artists, like, just for black artists and black athletes with the Rock Nation Sports. Like, there's documented facts of him servicing the community, bro, the community. It's documented facts. And people would just gloss over that shit. Like, that doesn't, like, it doesn't add up or it doesn't mean anything. Or he, he can be doing more. It's never enough. It's never enough, bro, and I'm sure he would say that he's not doing enough. But people that's not doing shit—the keyboard activists, the people that has all the answers—these niggas, they yo, they have the answers for everything. It can be anything, bro. If somebody could do something positive, these niggas are gonna be like, man, that's the least he can do, and all this type of shit. I would have did that. Why don't he do this, bro? What is like, if and if you don't need money, like especially the, like the communist folks, the socialists, if you don't need money to help, what the fuck are you waiting for? Drop your initiatives, all on your timeline, instead of complaining and bitching and tearing down people that's actually helping. Actually, they don't even have to help, bro. They already made it out, bro. Bro, I could not be hove, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. If I was hove, bro, and I see my my name going viral every single day for some bullshit, and then like the positive shit that I'm doing never go viral, I would black on... I would get these niggas a fucking tongue lashing that they have never seen before, bro. I would curse these niggas the fuck out. I'm talking about like, like a celebrity has never done before, bro. Probably like Cardi B. Cardi B should be wilding. But, bro, I would violate these niggas, bro. Cause they be saying like the the most wild, and they be calling niggas sellouts and coons just because they doing some shit that you wouldn't necessarily do, and it, it don't be like Hove have has a white boss, like he's probably the only one. He's not. He doesn't have. He's a owner. He owns Rock Nation. He owns fifty percent of Rock Nation. He owns a large majority share title. He bought that by himself and put. Of like at least twelve black artists is on with title and it pays the most. Um, he owns Ace of Spade. He owns Ducey. He don't work for anybody, bro. And niggas be like, nah. He got the machine behind him, or he's he's uh, he tap dancing for the white man. But like, which white man, bro? Who all his businesses is laid out. We can, we can do that down the line of each celebrity, bro. This person, they have a white boss. It always, it always ties back to a white boss, bro. This celebrity has a white boss. That celebrity has a white boss. But some of them, they do not, bro. Master P, he does not work for anybody, bro. Jay-Z, he does not work for anybody. Diddy, I don't know how his his label situation is, but Serac, that's 50-50. Deleon is 50-50. When you have controlling percentages in a company, bro, you're not answering to nobody, bro. And niggas be t- saying all this this weirdo, fake social justice warrior bullshit, and trying to go viral off like books that they read, but they're not applying none of the shit that they read in the books. None of the the theories, the super craze, the race critical theories that they Red and Assata Shakur or Malcolm X or fucking Bell Hooks, her weird ass. Like, they, they read all these, these, these terminologies and learn different mindsets and societal systems like a socialism and communism, and it's like, oh, I would prefer that. That doesn't make you that, bro. That just means you prefer it. America is capitalist. That's what it is. That's the law of the land. You can't operate it. You can operate that, but the shit that you enjoy doing, that all comes from capitalism, and it's not your fault, bro. <laughs> you was born into it. But and So all this pointing a finger, acting holier than thou, because they wouldn't do it, like, 100% like you. It's like, y'all niggas expect people to run it by you. Like, should I do this before I do it? Like, should I... Get on Twitter and be like, yo, black Twitter, should I do this? Would would y'all like if I did this? <laughs> like, it's crazy, bro. But I just wanna get it off my chest cause I be I try not to say nothing on Twitter. Like, cause I can go all day, bro. I know myself. Like I'm a ranting ass nigga. That's why I got this podcast by myself. Cause I'm a ranting ass nigga. But man, we gotta get it. We gotta leave that shit alone, bro. That 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 crab in the Bucket mentality is is old, man. We got to get over that shit, man. But I'm going to leave on a hot note. Happy fucking birthday, hove. Get back into some 444, man. Truly yours, the podcast. I appreciate all my listeners. I really fuck with y'all. I'm going to keep dropping these joints. Y'all have a safe weekend. I will be back next weekend. And we back This is Bam of four four four.
0: Now greetings to the world. Youngstown do live in a tenement, yeah, no Good boy, do no live in a tenement, yeah, come. Too much, watch 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 it Too much, so, 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 I want. Them chatty, chatty, fuck all this pretty Sean, so, 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 so. Sean Carter shit, nigga, ho Sean was on that gospel shit I was on the total fucking opposite Shit, stuff a million dollars in the slap drawer That's a war chest in case you need your chest knocked off I'll be talking crazy under them IG pictures So when you get the hell, you tell them Blanco sent you. I can't take no dress, I got a set of twins Those were just the words you never hear again For the final time, you don't believe these fools I've never seen a worker rock so many jewels I've never seen a runner with so many cars Y'all stop me, you're not as tough as you say you are My advice is just don't be too nice to niggas Once upon a time time in the projects Sean was in flight mode mode, I bought a pirate. I was in flight mode
1: Now it's fuck me, mijo
0: I was moving them kilos Help you move your peoples Sometimes you need your ego Gotta remind these fools Who who they effing with But we got this too